What's your top three favorite bagel flavors? Personally, because I'm fake healthy sometimes, whole wheat every day. Then when I'm not healthy, every day. And then plain, because plain is just always good. The OG. And OG. if my kids don't finish it, like I'll eat their, their bagel. <laughs> <laughs> they don't plain. You, you started off fake healthy, you ended up with three bagels. <laughs> and I ended up obese. <laughs> Story of my life. Welcome to the Growing Up Greek Podcast. Oh, wait, no. Welcome to the Not Just Bagels Podcast. <laughs> I'm your host, Jesse Spellman. I'm here with my co-host and my father, Scott Spellman. And today's guest, we have Sabino Curcio of oh. Anthony and Sons Panini Shop. Thanks growing Up Italian guys. brand. Great guy. Brother. Big brother. Much love <laughs> to you and your family, man. I'm happy to be here today. <laughs> growing Up Greek is a good idea, though. <laughs> yeah, branch out to different cultures. Let's do it. Let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsor, Uber Eats. Whether you're in love with our delicious bagel or you're in need of your favorite irresistible treat, Uber Eats will help you satisfy that craving. And today they're offering new users $25 off any order. Just enter code NOTJUSTBAGELS. Now that's a good deal. You know, I think I'm gonna order in tonight. Back in the day, was it called Anthony and Son Panini Shop? It was called Anthony and Son Fruit and Deli. And when did that so change you, over? So the son was always in that name? It was always in there. Wow. My sister's a little jealous about it. <laughs> but he, we opened, my dad opened when my mom was pregnant with her. What year was that? Ninety. We opened in 94, and it was like five months before she was born. Like We were like a corner store that sold a lot of fruits and vegetables. Mm. Like That was the main... I always remember this one thing. Like we sold, um, like we had a stand outside with all the fruits, onions, potatoes, Make fruit sure no salad, stealing anything. So there's this school like down the block, and I'll never forget. Like my dad was like a little rough with some kids because they would come in and steal chips. So one day these kids came by the store and like grabbed onions, ran across the street, and just chucked the onions at him <laughs> when they were across the street. You know, just like. Jesse came in. You did a lot for your store too. Yeah, you know, of course. Yeah. Uh, your store is, is is it reminds me so much of of Utopia Bagels. Yeah, you I know. was thinking about that on the way here. You know, the father son aspect of it, and adding the social media to it. You know, when did you start with your dad? Yeah, so officially like freshman year of high school, but I was always helping out in the summers and stuff. But from freshman year of high school, I worked at the shop like part-time and full-time you know like when it was like winter break or something i was always working but like from that age i was always super interested in the business really senior years when i got my car and started driving around and trying different sandwich spots because we weren't really what we are today we were like a grocery store More grocery. and then there was like an italian specialty shop a couple blocks away and what happened was they kind of closed down so that's kind of when the demand for fresh mozzarella and all these kind of things really like took off. Because we didn't sell our own fresh mozzarella. We like bought it from Leone's and sold it like at a Not dollar. mozzarella? No, that's a little far. <laughs> and they're expensive that's too. Off, that's Those are Arthur, my guys. That's my, oh man, no, that's Arthur Avenue. Yeah, yeah. That was, that's they're, they're phenomenal, but they charge for the water. They weigh the water and charge you. So. Imagine what? I had to upcharge that. Right. Yeah, like if you so go there, they charge you for the cheese and the water. Yeah, listen, so it's, it's like $20 well mozzarella. worth it. it. It is delicious. There is no <laughs> other, mo and not to put no, you no, guys no, no. down, but in, I, I say it all the no time. Better than Casa Actually, when people say, 
Because my dad says, I make the best first mozzarella. I'm like, no, we make the second best. <laughs> He's like, no, no, it's not better. But, like, we started making a couple crazy sandwiches that people never really seen before. So then when I was like, first got my license, junior, senior in high school, I would get high, smoke weed, and go get munchies, go to like Cherry Valley, Christina's. Wow, right You here. sound more and more like me. Though. Yeah, I know. We do We do get along. <laughs> That's right here. I know, but I would come Back here, and I would see like all these crazy sandwiches, and I was like, man, I want to make the Ch best sandwiches Cherry in Valley New York. Cherry Valley was a spot. Cherry Valley was then. a spot. We would all chip in, $5, four guys in a car. We smoke a blunt, go to Cherry Valley. Yeah. And I remember seeing like, damn, I want sandwiches like this. Like, I want to be like this. I really made my first menu like menu change when I was like 15, 16. Cause Boar's Head, store. yeah, cause Boar's Head used to give you like menus. Like you bought, bought Boar's Head, they would oh. like do the menus for you. Like standard sandwiches, like a ham sandwich. It was like ham American, less tomato mayo, right? So then I changed the whole menu and I put like all these crazy sandwiches that I pretty much, most of them I invented like, or some of them I saw places and switched some things around. No, nobody knows that. But. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically that was, like, one of the first big things I did. I, I'm not going to talk bad about any business, but our chicken cutlets are different than somebody buying it from Restaurant Depot and just frying it. Yeah, obviously. So they're homemade. when we go, like, toe-to-toe, -to -toe, right. you know, they don't really don't stand a chance. So that's what I really felt. And even with my cooks, like, a lot of stuff that they were eating, like, I saw them eating avocado. I'd never seen avocado before. I was 15. Now avocado. Fifteen, and you thing. haven't seen an avocado. Yeah. Wow. Back then, I mean, yeah, it wasn't popular. It wasn't a popular thing, thing you unless know? you're getting some tacos. Unless, exactly, guacamole. We'll That's what they were guacamole. making. Yeah. So I remember thing. I made, uh, you know, a sandwich with grilled chicken, cheddar cheese, bacon, avocado, and ranch, and it was like the craziest thing, you know, at the time. With the change in the neighborhood, it really like accelerated everything too, you know, because we went from an area that was all families and Williamsburg. People want to live there now. When my mom moved here from Italy, like, nobody wanted to live there. No. It was like a hood. Yeah. You know, it was like three apartments, three families. Yep. You know, now yeah. it's like one apartment, a couple, you know. so right. And the rent was nothing, you know. But that's why I, I ran out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Howard Beach now. Yeah. yeah. There's a pizza place in there. That La one. Villa? Yeah, La Villa. So, you know, we have, I, like, an inside joke about La Villa because uh, they charge for every day. So, like, if you get a chicken parm and it comes with penne, if I'm like, I don't want penne, I want linguine, they charge $3 for that. So, it's like an inside joke with my friends. Like, my friend that's a tattoo artist, he's a single guy, so he goes meal to meal. Like, he orders out three meals a day. He don't cook nothing. He has nothing in the house. And he orders for delivery. And he'll be like, look, I spent $45. I'm like... Why are you subbing the linguine? You, know? you got to go with what they say. Yeah, he's too picky with the changing you know, everything. But, uh, you know, and even when we go there to eat sometimes, because the food is incredible, but they run out of, like, stuff. They're like, okay, we don't have chicken cutlets. I'm like, how don't you have chicken cutlets? <laughs> like, well, we don't have chicken cutlets, but we have grilled chicken. I'm like, so bread them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bread them and fry them. Like, what are we doing here? Or go to Food Emporium next door, buy some chicken cutlets. Like, you're already charged yeah. $28. Might as well. Are you going to lose the sale here? When you came into the shop, when did you really see social media coming in and how you got early into that? What happened was me and my dad always butted heads, like, on stuff. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, you should let him know that. that so it happens. For years, I ran the liquor store next door. 
for like four or five years. I was running a liquor store. Then he had an opportunity of this like corner store. It's like on an island. Like it's like a fork in the road. It was like a, a triangle business. And my dad bought the building. He's like, what should we do here? Like he was going to put a, a cafe or whatever. And then the deal fell through. He's like, I have a space. What do you do? I'm like, let's put Anthony and Son there. So that's where I really did the crazy menu you see today. Like, that's when we implemented that. What year was that? 2012-ish. And where was that little In Maspeth, Queens. So Queens, New York. Yeah, Queens, New York. So my dad used to obsess over Yelp reviews. Like, <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. We have one yeah. taped on the register right now. Yeah. He's like obsessed. What, what is it? It's a bad one to let the, the one? workers know, like. Yo, you gotta I step wanna, it up. I want to see it when we're done. But actually, I don't look at reviews anymore because I get he's anxiety. obsessed with Yelp reviews. No, no, obsessed. I, I, he has it I, to his phone that he gets it popped up when there's a it, review. Yeah, because you need to address it. Oh, that's you know? crazy. You I've never heard to, anyone listen, else's that. All my dad, my dad listen, is looking. At we're a four star, you know, on Yelp. We <laughs> have you almost pay, a thousand. No, we you, don't pay. I, I would know, not I pay a dime to them. We didn't pay either, but they want you. Should be able to give more than a five star. Nobody cares about Yelp anymore, by the way. Except for our dads. Except for our dads. <laughs> my dad don't care as much anymore. So my dad, at the time, his shop was like three and a half stars. And then mine was five stars. Like I got it to five stars. <laughs> he drove but I wasn't crazy. making money, and he was. Right. And he had like 150 reviews. You had four. No, I had like, you know, 20 or whatever. Yeah, followers don't make yeah. the dollars. Followers don't make the dollars. <laughs> but So after we had the shop running for two years, and... I was working 10 hours a day, seven days a week. We were split up. We were selling sandwiches for $8, $9 at the time. The customers would be like, oh, this is too expensive. Like, I was buy a half pound of turkey and make three sandwiches, yeah. you know? It like was ahead of its time. It was yeah. ahead of its time. By a little bit. So I would see the things I would do there would affect him more. Like, I, these sandwiches I was making, I would be like, Dad, I can't believe I sold 10 today. He's like, 10? I sold 30. I sold 40, you know? Like... We basically sold the building and then me and my sister went back and my main focus at this point is social media. We had like 5,000 Instagram followers and uh, I'll never forget, like I started uh, reaching out to all these food bloggers, right? Like, cause I was taking the pictures myself. I'm not a great photographer. If you, if you look at my Instagram and see pictures, like I'm not the most artsy person. Like I post whatever, but I was using this girl that, um, I don't want to say using this girl. That sounds crazy. I was paying. This, <laughs> I, was, I, was pay, I was paying this girl at the time. Not just bagels. This girl was taking pictures for us, and at the time, because she was in the area, I would send her like two, three sandwiches and give her like ten bucks for each picture. So I would send her like thirty dollars and three she sandwiches, and I would have like three pictures for the week. And my dad's like, I don't understand. This girl, she's gonna eat three sandwiches, like you know, at the time. I would always like message food influencers to come by. You know, back then nobody wanted to charge. So what I did was in the backyard of the liquor store right next door, because we have that also, I invited like 40 food bloggers at one time and I made a bunch of three foot heroes and fed them. And from that day we went from like six, 7,000 followers to 14. Doubled up. Doubled up. I started working with uh, Devour Power. Like that's who runs my social media now. And I just been consistent from then. Like when I first started social media stuff, like, yo, dad, we got 10,000 followers now. You're like, followers are not dollars. 
Yeah, well, here What it does. does he say now? Now he has now, now he's bought in. You know, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, I already know. I already know. I let loose of that. I told you, I'm not even on Instagram. No, you are, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm, but I'm not. As you are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got a manager. Yeah. We got a social media manager. Except yeah. I want to fire him every single day. Every day? <laughs> That's like my dad. What What do you feel about when he like comes up with a new idea? He has no. a pizza. He has a pizza bagels. That let's. No, no. You gotta understand. First of all, he didn't come up with the fucking pizza idea. Ooh. Okay. Wait, who came up with the pizza? Putting it out there. He's doing. He's no, no, doing. No, no. Putting putting it right. out there right. is a different story. <laughs> Again. All right. So without him, you would sell one pizza bagel a year. Listen, the bottom line. You know how many we sold this month? How many? Sixty. Sixty. That's Giant pizza bagels. Yeah. Yo, you guys are gonna mess me up with that because we charge ninety for a three footer, and you guys are charging eighty five. You're under. <laughs> at least make it ninety. I've been telling him since the day it went out. Yeah, but you you put meat on that. We he wants to complain that oh, it's a pizza, dude. It's just you know pizza. why? I'm making them all. Okay, it's I, two know, pies for like eighty five. Like, I feel like I'm on Avenue oh, J. You too? Well, because okay. it's a bagel. Both, both sides. No yeah. disrespect to Dom, but I, I'm making every one. Yo, it's uh -huh. two pies. Let's teach somebody how to make it. I, I know how to make it. He just you doesn't <laughs> let me make All it. Right, see, You're not letting him drive the way. car yet? We're gonna, Bro, we're we just made, I just made one today. Him making one and me. A when podcast. Did, when did you make a piece me of bagel? Me and Pablo made it today. No, I made it for you guys to put in the oven. Yeah, but we made the, the sauce. We made everything. What are you talking about? You made one. Yeah. Not 60. Sorry. I'm not a... I'm, you made, he, again, pump, he pumps them out. They're 10 pounds of dough, right? Yeah. It's a 10-pound dough you cut in half, so it's five pounds each. But then okay. the, the thing is, like you said, if you would sell it by the pound, then we should <laughs> be getting dad, $150. I feel like I'm still my dad. My dad wants to charge sandwich per pound so bad. Dude, how much is turkey by the pound? Everything's like double now. Yeah, I understand. But I think how much? we used to sell turkey seven ninety nine a pound. Now okay. it's like twelve ninety nine. I think. Did well, eleven ninety nine. Did you like check that. out my locks? How much locks cost, bro? Yeah, you're right. So if you cringe or your father cringes over them making a thick sandwich, what do you think I do when I see them making the locks? So when you do locks and cream cheese, how much is that? Same price. Eleven ninety five. No, for um the three. <coughs> oh, you just did that. Exclusive. So those are yo those sandwiches, the big bagel sandwiches is one hundred seventy five dollars, two hundred dollars. Okay. okay, yeah. But when it's a yeah. pizza bagel, it's yeah. eighty. We're not putting meat on the pizza bagel. That's why. And the bacon egg and cheese. The bacon egg and cheese big ones one seventy five. Yeah, yeah, you guys. And it fit and it feeds 15 like 30 people. No, 30 people. 20 people. The 20, bacon egg and 25, cheese. No, we that. squeeze twenty five out of. Bro, one. if you get one this thin. You're getting a bagel sandwich. No, but realistically, like You know how much like eggs I put people. on it? We put like six, three containers. Eggs are expensive now, too. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Hey, the pizza bagel for $85 is a good price. It's, it's fair. a bargain. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair. Especially it's fair. with dad's making You're competing making them. with actual pizza. Pizza places that are selling yeah, for, for 20 bucks, $25. A pizza bagel that we sell is a, a specialty item. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really compare to a... A, a slice of pizza or it's just not the same thing i know? meant in a sense like okay the super bowl right do you want to order three pies of pizza or do you want to order this crazy pizza bagel that's a sensation on instagram yeah yeah for yeah, that, that's, it works. that's what i mean by competing with yeah pizza. but the difference is we already got 20 the difference orders is if you got 20 boys you're gonna have to order three pizza bagels too though you understand in the you sense you think of, so listen a one pizza bagel at a party would 
guys at a Super Bowl is not going to stand up to three pies. I think. Why not? It's you have a pizza bagel, a buffalo wings, a little dip. Maybe well, a panini yeah. shop sandwich. Uh, oh, not, not, listen, you know, again, a little, a little mix and <laughs> the match. difference is if you bring the pizza bagel to the party, they're going to be talking about the pizza bagel. That's yeah. what, you know, it's going to, whoa, a pizza bagel. Yeah. You know, that's really what it's. That's what it is. Nobody's really seen them like that. In not like foot. that. Not have, like have that. Have you guys yeah. ever seen anybody make pizza bagels like that on demand? Now we do. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Sounds uh, familiar. People trying to, yeah, a couple people. That's yeah, a good thing, you know. Exactly. When, if people are. Uh, copying you that's a compliment yeah it's straight up that's the way i look at it you know i like the knock finish. test videos you <laughs> yeah jesse you guys likes have to good burn hands. my hands all Wait, day so long i saw Dad, jesse doing another the knock test they're asking it. for it you know <laughs> yeah I was oh a, that one I wasn't was. good enough uh, let me burn some more fingertips you know? another one <laughs> another like one, dj yeah. Khaled. another take you know <laughs> i really don't try to collab too much i stay in house with a lot of shit you know i had some guy reach out that owns a donut shop and he like wants to make a donut cheeseburger i'm like bro i would never eat that like he was saying oh we could do a chicken cutlet one on a honey glazed donut i'm like that stuff would put me in the hospital like i don't like crazy shit like that right. you know i was talking to mcgraw right here and we were Shout talking, out we we're talking about like <laughs> now all the way like social media is it's all about like the food porn shit the pizza bagels you guys do I would eat that. But some people that like do fruity pebble pancakes oh, with yeah. chopped che like come on bro, I'm not eating that. Cheeto bagels. Che like <laughs> hot Cheeto bagels. They make it with Cheetos inside the dough. And then yeah. they put like some crazy spicy cream cheese with topped with like more Cheeto Dorito Loco. And the way it burns like, going down yeah. is the way it burns going out. <laughs> yeah, that's like the gimmicky shit. Believe it or not, the Rainbow Bagel closed down like three stores. What do you mean? What ended up happening is that everybody lined up for the rainbow bagel. And the normal customers that maybe wanted a sandwich or coffee had to wait on these tremendous yeah. lines while oh. they're baking just rainbow bagels. And it didn't ge it stopped generating money. And for the after, longest time, after you I try a rainbow, you're not going to eat a rainbow bagel every day. Yeah. So you go for a rainbow One bagel, time, that's it. And that's it. After I, two, three months, the line of rainbow bagels is not going to be there anymore. And then your regular customers left because they got tight. I, I didn't carry rainbow bagels here for a very long time because of that reason. I felt that, you know. You, you saw just, that coming? Like, you saw. I just I had read about it and I'm like, you know what? We have good enough bagels. And really, what is a rainbow bagel? You do sell it's rainbow just, bagels, all right? Well, Nowadays, we do. You know, we. Do we, people even order them anymore? No, no. They, no. they get them, but not a lot. They're not one of our best selling items. What is know? the best selling Plain the, bagel, right? Plain, plain and bagel. everything. Yeah. Do you think, like, the bagel business shifted a little bit? Because like, do people still order bagels or well, cream cheese? I, I, they you know, definitely do. They definitely do. But now it's getting a little more crazy. Yeah, right. Like we were one of the first people to do the Philly cheesesteak on a bagel. Now you see, you know, a few Everybody different spots. Yeah, like I love bagel sandwiches, by the way. You know, back in the day, you had a bacon, egg, and cheese for breakfast. Nobody came in the middle of a day and had a bacon, egg, and cheese. Like, you know, going back to, like, in the day, all you did was really sell bagel butter and cream cheese. That was it. You know, you now you, nobody like by us. You guys sell way more bagels, but that morning crowd, nobody, not a lot of people get bagels with butter anymore. Like more now, it's cream yeah. cheese. Or Unless you butter, butter roll. Yeah, butter roll. Butter <laughs> yeah, roll was a big thing. Was yeah, the OG butter shit. roll and a coffee. Yeah. Butter roll, and small yeah, coffee. Now it's more like dollar fifty. Yeah. You know, like butter roll. Is because now you're cents. getting more bang for your buck if you get that bacon egg and cheese. The butter roll is. Or butter bagel is more expensive now, so you might as well spend the extra two, three dollars, get a bacon egg and cheese. How much is a bacon? We and cheese? sell at six fifty here. 
I remember when bacon egg and cheese was two fifty. Yeah, it's not yeah. like old man. Huh? Bacon yeah, egg and cheese in Arizona. Go check yeah. out how many eggs you're getting for two fifty. Go look at our. No, I'm saying like that was like thing, back in the fifteen day. years yeah. ago. Well, like yeah, I remember like and 10 I remember years it was three fifty and three seventy five. Yeah, but they would four. take a bowl and crack two eggs, and that's what they would throw on the grill. Yeah. You know, I noticed there. like the guys like uh, your dad and his pizza guys, they're like scientists when it comes to the dough. Are you one of those guys that? You try different things out with the dough. Well, like you know, I'm more of a baker in here, uh -huh. and my expertise is, listen, I think my expertise is, is sales, and that's what I've always been my whole mm -hmm. life. But if you come down to what I'm the best at, I think I'm a great baker. And I understand dough and what I have to do to it to get that finished product yep. perfect. Am I obsessive about it? Yeah. I'll let a bagel sit out a lot longer if I see that it needs it. You know? Like, you mean, a, explain it to me, like a plain so bagel like or something? Proofing. No, but, but proofing before it, it before, before it gets, gets baked. You know, we put oh, okay. it in a kettle, so. Oh, so before you bake it, you really, like, look Yeah, at sometimes it? it needs that little extra time. The extra air. To sit in the air. The you know, it, you, you got to be able you to know, read it's funny, it. The world... People, like, even me, I'm in the business, and I don't know about that. like Because yeah. we buy our bread. Like, our bagels take 24 to 40 hours to bring it to the counter. People so, think they could just make a batch of bagels and ready in, like, 20 yeah. minutes. That's why it sucks. Yeah. Listen, 24 hours is kind of, like, the mark that's good to, yeah. to do it. Um, but there's several. There's different tricks to make it speed yeah. up a little bit. You know, bit. sometimes, like, like, bring it like bring it outside. Sometimes yeah. when it's rolled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes when it's rolled, it could be the last of the night that they rolled. Mm -hmm. So they didn't give it enough proofing before they put it away. So when it comes back out, it needs a little extra proofing. It's just you got to be able to read it. Sometimes it takes one or two bagels in that kettle to understand where that bagels out to make it really come out perfect or mm. to get that shine on the crust to make it really crisp those are the things and again it's not just the water you know of new york water it's the proof it's, it's not the water it's part you of it make because t-shirts like that it's, it's not, not the, the water, water. <laughs> <laughs> in quotations yeah it's the proofing and yeah. we have a proofing round that we do on the show so i'm gonna ask you 10 questions uh -huh. Fast and just give me what you think. Okay. All right. So, right, you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Carbonara or bolognese? Bolognese. Three dishes at Sunday dinner. Chicken cutlets, uh, pasta with Sunday sauce, and dessert. Some kind of uh, pastries from your favorite pastry shop. The Fara or Spumoni Gardens? I never had the Fara, believe it or not. Oh, wow. Oh. But I do think LMB is a little overrated. Yeah. Unless you go sit down and have some food inside. It, well, oh yeah, that. See now he's he's talking my language. But <laughs> even if you're not going inside, if you go there summertime, right, and get some heroes and to you go. Hang out, or if you're hanging outside where the, all the chairs are, yeah. eating a little pizza yeah. with spumoni. Oh. Cloth cover or plastic cover on your aunt's furniture? Man, I mean, I haven't seen the plastic covers in a long time, but I would pick cloth. But. You know, the plastic is going to keep the couch nicer, <laughs> but you are going to sweat on the couch in summertime. Godfather part one or part two? Part two. De Niro or Pacino? You know, the Italian-Americans hate De Niro. I don't know why. I guess because, like, his political view yeah, whatever. That's... I don't really care about that. So I'll say De Niro. Hero or hoagie? Hero. 100%. That hoagie shit got to stop. Exactly. That's... <laughs> that shit <Yeah>. is whack. <laughs> 
that's Jersey. Like, hey, that's some I don't Jersey know what shit. it is, but they say hoagie no, grinder. It's more than just Jersey. It's oh it's my. it's like once you leave New York a little bit, I think. Yeah, I wonder yeah, like yeah, who's upstate. the first guy to say like, let me get it here. Like I wonder like how it happens and stuff, like how to happen. But come on, man, we're from New York. It's a hero. It's a hero. After dinner, espresso or another drink? Espresso. I'm not a big drinker. Lemoncello or Sambuca? Lemoncello. Sambuco's, Sambuca's disgusting. <laughs> Sardinia or Amalfi Coast? I've never been to Sardinia either. I actually dying to go. So I'll pick Amalfi because it's kind of on the way. When we land in Italy and we go to our hometown, we got to pass the Amalfi Coast. So One more. Vodka sauce or margarita sauce? Vodka sauce from Panini Shop. There we go. <laughs> I have to plug it in. Huh? Yeah. But I do think you guys are uh, the best bagels in New York. We thank, thank you, you for that. You, you market it the best, too. You Did know, you hear about teaching a business class? I feel like you'd be amazing at it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I got, <laughs> you, you bought this off somebody? No. I say it like this. I did it the old-fashioned way. He killed them for I, it. No. <laughs> Now we're talking Italian again, bro. But you wait for an Italian to come on the podcast. After you killed them, what'd you do? So, listen. After you whacked uh, the owner of the original Utopias. Listen, I I was in the garbage business, so I used to pick up the garbage here for my my partner. You know, so we did with that. I started getting into the supply business too. So paper cups, plastics, and stuff like that, uh, garbage bags. Um, anything to do with supplies for restaurants, mm-hmm. I started doing that. So I started doing that for my, my partner back then also. And I basically had a handshake with him. If he ever sold the store, he would give me first dibs. And what happened, this store was sitting in became available. Where we and, are right and, now. And Next door was the original? It was yeah, the yeah, original. Where we are yeah. right now was a, a karate it was, store. It was, it was a card store. store. But the card store was like grungy. It was really open to play lotto. My partner came to me. He said, Scotty, I need to talk to you. He said, the other store is available. You think I should go get it? I'm like, that store is a mess. It's going to cost you so much money, Anthony. I don't know if you really have that kind of staff here to produce what you need over there. He's going to, Scott, thank you. Everyone's telling me to get it. I was the only one that didn't want hearing from you. I know I can turn it down. Turned it down. Six months after this, he gets approached by Fresh Direct. Fresh Direct wanted him to make a frozen bagel. And when they came here, he goes, I'm going to Florida, I'll see you. Fresh Direct comes to my partner and he tells him, I'm going to Florida. I'm like, are you kidding me? This is what you said? When he comes back from Florida, they met him again. They pursued to try to get him. And he's like, I got the perfect guy. I got to speak to him. Maybe we can get this done. He calls me in. He tells me about what they need because I'm into packaging. I know all about this with the supplies and stuff. He gave me the number. I actually invited the people down to my restaurant. They came down to eat and this and that. We we clicked tremendously. Within two months, I got this thing going. I says, now we'll take the store because in the interim of that, uh, a karate store came and cleaned out the whole place. And they went out of business. So it was like perfectly nice show. and clean. They, 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 they delivered it better than before. Yeah. So you saved some money. on. Yeah. So now up. we needed more space. It was time to really burst this place open. How many years ago was that? You're talking nine, nine years ago. Oh, wow. Years. So this is our 43rd year now in February. Yeah. Wow. He came to me. We're going to be 50-50 partners in the Fresh Direct business. 
you have 50%, do this, get it together. So I was putting that together. And as he, he was seeing me put this together, he's like, why don't you come manage my store? I said, ah, I'm right. still was doing the garbage business. I was still doing the supplies. I was actually managing a restaurant in Astoria. My other store caught wind that I was working with this guy, and I, I was doing both. They one day says, oh, we got a problem. We don't like you working for the other guy anymore. Just give us the keys. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay. Now, let alone, you got to understand, the other place, I tripled the business for them. Man, you're a hustler. Listen, four kids. Yeah. Do you see the size of this boy? Like, see, <laughs> he fills up on bagels, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you do everything for your kids. Yeah. Yep. You know, that, that's what life is. You never burn bridges, bro. Yeah. That's how I look at that's it. That's true. You know, you never know. You're a better man than I'm me. I'm going to give you a saying. You never know when you're on fire and you need someone to piss on you. That's straight up. But, so you started managing here? So I started managing. I came in here and, and right away making sure... Prices were right. They were buying goods right. I'm like, you're only buying a flower from one guy and you're paying this much? Within a month, I brought down his like bag price, like $8 a bag. Wow. You know, like saving like 500 a bags week of, of bags of flour That's right crazy. away. You're we terrible. blew open the store. We closed for one month. It was like the only time in like 40 years the store is closed, you know. And uh, we reopened. We started really just picking up tremendous amount of business. You know, within a year or two, we basically double. I doubled business. That's from, amazing. You know? And I'm working seven days a week. And I said to him, I said, "Listen, I, I have no problem keep working for you, but I can't keep going at this pace if I don't have skin in the game." You know, and and that I says, "Listen, I want to pay. I'll do whatever I got." He says, "No, Scotty. You know what? You may want this amount, but here." I don't want a dime from you. Take this amount right now. Let's see how it goes, where it goes. So he gave you a percentage. He gave me a percent right away on that. But you deserved paying. it because you doubled business. Yeah. And everything. So, you know, within a couple of the years, it doubled again. You know, it, 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 it just became even more. And so you guys worked really good together? Tremendously together. You know, so, so. You you know I gave him the, the respect <laughs> of who he was here. And really showed them, you know, who I was also. We had a, a chance to be bought. People I knew. And I really wasn't partners then. And I, I brought him the deal. Like, I was going to really screw myself out of a job. But I knew as a friend to him, the money that people were offering for the place, I had to let him know. It just, I had to put it on the table and say, hey. You know, this, this guy is, wants to buy your business. Yeah, yeah, this guy wants to buy. And we sat there. It, the deal almost went through. But at the very end, <coughs> we decided, you know, it ain't going to work. Yeah. And it was probably the best thing we ever did. Now, during the pandemic, our business just soared and brought in my son. Fresh Direct took off. Gold Belly started taking off. Because everybody's we, home eating babies. Yeah, we recreated the store. We started doing, like, Scrub Up, Uber yeah. Eats, all this kind of stuff. And at that point, basically, we sat down and said, listen. You know, 50-50 partners at this point, it, it, it needs to be. And, you know, that's where we, where, where we're at with it, you know. Nice. I say it again. I want to tell you another one I say. He handed us a diamond. We're only shining. Yeah. You know, without, without, that, like that, without that diamond. <laughs> better, than, better than the piss. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, give me a diamond instead of peeing on me. How about you, know, that? you can't, without that foundation, without that great 
again, the guy worked thirty some odd years here. You know what I'm saying? It it, so it was maybe too. Yeah, you know, and you you can't take that away from somebody. Let's get back into your story now. Like you relate growing up Italian back to the panini shop. Yeah. Good. So when did you start growing up Italian? So my cousin. That's your podcast. Yeah. Right? That's my. Well, it's a podcast. Well, at and a media first, it company. was an account. Yeah, it was no, like a media meme account. account. You know what memes are? A kind of, but it's like, you know, let's say I I, I'm a, sure there's a couple on me. Like, like, <laughs> can't be. Let's say if I took a picture of you right now, right? And it's like when you got a podcast at six and dinner at eight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. a funny picture, you put funny right. words on it. Right. So they would like my sister and cousin were doing that for two years. Then when we started a podcast, they involved me. So 2018 is when you started the, pod, the podcast. More or less, yeah. 2018, 2019. And so they came to you with this idea like, hey, I want to start a yeah. podcast around yeah. like, growing up Italian. And we didn't do video at first. Like maybe the first year was, it was all just audio. audio. And it was mostly you and Rocco or you, Me, Rocco, Rocco, my sister, and a lot of them. Sometimes, you know, one of us could make it, none of us could make whatever the situation was. But I kind of like took the lead on it almost. And uh, I would still do the shows when they weren't available because we we're pumping them out every Sunday. You want to stay consistent. Consistency is key. Exactly. Like every Sunday, we never skipped a Sunday in all these years. Even if it wasn't the best episode, we had one, you know? So we rented the office where we're filming now, and that's kind of where things leveled up once we, like, put the cameras and we had a consistent place to film because I was kind of always scrambling to ask people, oh, can I film here? The first episode we filmed in my parents' kitchen, (laughs) like... Disaster. No camera, just audio. Audio. And we like were YouTubing how to edit audio and stuff. Like, it was a disaster. Who does all your edits now? Now we like have we hire my boy Lopic, and Rocco still knows how to do it. But like, I need we we need him to be able to do other stuff like creating other content, marketing, branding. Yeah, exactly. Like crazy to say this, but I feel like it's almost a duty of mine now because. I'm friends with like the biggest artists in Italy because of this podcast, which is crazy to me. Like people that I would listen to or when I would go to Italy out here on the radio, now like they text me. Let's say my friend has an album coming out. He'll tell me because he'll be like, I want to shoot this music video in New York. Set it what up. What do you think? Yeah. And I, I'll like set up that or, you know, get locations, get people to come, whatever it is. they don't really know about And then New also York. a lot of artists now, like when they have their album coming out, they have me like, we got to sit down with Sabino, like, to do a show with him, you know? Because they, so, they're able to grow in New York through you, right? Exactly. Because they're from Italy. They don't have the, the connection. The Italian-American network in the world. What's your ideal guest for the podcast? <laughs> now I like Wacko's. Wacko. There you yeah. go. No, like, you know, Who was your favorite guest? That's what I want to hear. Who was your My all-time favorite. favorite that you had? I liked when I had the guys from Sopranos. Like, I had uh, the guy played uh, Furio. That was cool. Those and I had the guy that played um, C in Bronx. That was the first like celebrity guest, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, we got to you know, make that was, like, shit perfect. Yeah, and even like uh, I was saying, the artist from Italy, the first person that gave me a chance was my friend Sveta. He's like number one streaming artist in Italy four years in a row. Wow! So he gave me a chance before everybody, right. and after I did an interview with him. Every artist in Italy was with it. Followed me, yeah. like messaging me, you know. So he kind of changed the game, changed my life, you know. Right. The podcast. Did you learn about Italian culture through that, or you already? Yeah, I learned a lot about. Knew? I'm first generation Italian American. My both my parents were born in Italy, mm. so I definitely learned a lot about the Italian American culture, you know. 
through the guests on the show through and, guests on the show and, and even social like media people around you know like big thing is like columbus like the reason why we got columbus day was because of the lynchings of italian america italian americans in new orleans like i'm not a columbus fan by any means like i don't know the guy personally but like italians were very discriminated when they first came to this country so like i learned a lot of stuff about that you know because my family didn't come that early like we came in the 70s so it was like a little different you know i actually Brilliant. have like two really funny podcasts in my calendar where people that really never knew they were Italian, but their ancestry is yeah that's so totally i have weird. a really funny episode where you know joe gambino the big guy yeah, yeah, yeah. i have him like he's gonna teach this guy how to be italian italian american <laughs> Learn know, how to be Italian. Yeah, like the pinky <laughs> on growing right? up like, Italian. It's gonna be the, the most stereotypical stuff, but right. for me, it's about having fun. You know, right? Sure. That's really what this is. Like, we don't take it that serious. Right. And a lot of people from the outside don't, don't like, understand that. Yeah, they don't. Understand. They think everything's serious. You know, right? It's, it's in the Greek culture. Oh, it's even worse. But the thing I respect about the Greeks is that they keep the language and the stuff tight. Like Italians, nobody speaks Italian. So how could, you know, like, I, I speak a dialect, like, I'm not perfect, but, like, all the kids I grew up with, they'll be, like, second, third generation Greek, but they go to Greek school. Like yeah, they, they're very knit in the community. Well, I, I, think, I think that comes from the, from the church, too. You'll go to church, they're not speaking Italian. You know, they're, That's true. They're, yeah, most you know, of the priests they'll Greek, do the whole service. But even in the Greek, family, they'll they'll speak at home. Yeah, yeah but if you go to church in yeah, the Greek, most of their Greek. I thought it was funny because you brought me on the podcast to like talk about Greek oh, culture, Greek. but like, 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 I don't even I don't even know that much about that <laughs> shit. I'm more like, it's like what am I gonna do with you then? <laughs> yeah, it's like get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and see, like from when we did the show, like I really switched up everything. Yeah, that time. it grew definitely a lot. Yeah. What was stepping things up? What was that? Reinvesting in ourselves, you know, buying different, more better equipment, having somebody that's uh, really does the video stuff, doing the video stuff right. instead of like just YouTubing and this and that, you know, like self-teaching. Self-teaching. Yeah. Like it just Your makes quality. it look quicker. Your yeah. Quality. The quality yeah, went up. Quality. Exactly. You think you're a person that brings like Colla- uh, influencers together and like yeah, definitely. brings them out and introduce people and sometimes to each they other. forget who brings people together. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I, I tell you, does that ever truth. happen to you? Like you introduce me to Jesse and now, then now me and Jesse t- become best friends. I, I I I have to say that about you. That is a tremendous quality of you. People have mad respect for you, bro. Like again, the people that have come through our way. I know kind of came through your store. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, shout out New York Nico. and Nico so, actually put me on to you. Yeah, we met through Nico, but yeah. I knew your dad yeah, yeah, yeah. originally from back yeah, in the yeah, day. Yeah. Like, I remember this must have been 2015, 2016. Mm-hmm. I went to go get a sandwich from the shop with my girlfriend. And your dad looks at me and he was like, oh, hey, what's up? We just started talking and he was like, oh, well, like, what do you do? Blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my, we own a bagel store in Whitestone. He's like, oh, let me see it. And I was like, so I was showing him. I was like, oh, I just started like trying to get the Instagram going and stuff like that. I think at the time we had like 7,000 followers. And he's like, oh, really? Look at my account. And I see you guys have like 120,000. And I was like, <laughs> whoa. I was like, he whoa. Remembers exact numbers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I remember, I remember yeah. bro, the conversation, I remember like it was yesterday. And he was like, oh, my son Sabino runs it. Like you should hit him up, blah, blah, blah. So whatever, me and your dad. And then every time I would go get a sandwich, we would talk a little bit. But then we never met. Yeah, at that time Nico, yeah. and then Nico came here to do a Brooklyn Best pop up with Julian and when I was talking to Nico that's when I first met Nico here mm-hmm. 
he was like, oh, you remind me of Sabino, like as a yeah. younger version, you guys gotta meet. Yeah. So then That's he was exactly like, I'm gonna bring him by. And he's like, yo, the owner is exactly like you guys. You got to come with me. And uh, I knew of you guys, of course. I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. And, you know, you're saying, like, I'm that kind of guy that connects people. Nico's the best with that, man. Yeah. Like, he's the most selfless person. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, everything he's done for me, I'm sure everything's done for you guys. It's, it's crazy because anybody else would, like, try to take advantage and. But he really does it from the heart. You yeah, know? It, it's like he like, just wants to see the growth. I think, yeah. like with your dad, you, my son, me, we enjoy people eating. Yeah, I think Nico enjoys people gaining that popularity. You know, the what knowledge I'm of, you know, the, of the craft. I think it's back to that thing I was saying about like Starbucks, those big companies. Like he really like looks at it like these places. He wants to keep them. A lot oh, forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he, he has such a big platform that he gives people a chance to really do that. Yeah. You know, like if they're going you know, probably countless stories of places that were going to be out of business. But yeah, they came back. You know, we got to we got to eat off the big guys, not the little guys. And that's the way I look at it, too. Like, you guys want to do something? I'll do it tomorrow. But let's say uh, a big company that is worth billions wants to do something. Like, yeah. you know what you got to do? You got to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Bring that truck. Yeah, bring that bag. <laughs> so I just want to thank you for coming on the podcast, Sabino. It's been great hearing your story, your family's story, talking about our story with you. I know you're really interested about us, and I'm excited to see you grow in the next years to come. It's thank you, bro. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I'll definitely be on this show again, I feel. Hell yeah. Bring wow. bring your dad on. We'll yeah, do a father's yeah. I, I, want. I, I want all of us in one seating. Yeah. Like Father's, I, I, Father's Day Father's special. Day oh, special. Father's Day special. <laughs> Yo, that would Maybe be we fire. do it in the backyard or something. Yeah. You know, that would be really cool. <laughs> live from yeah, the jacuzzi. <laughs> oh, live from the pool. Yeah, that would <laughs> be my fun. tits out. And some woman comes in here and takes forks and walks out without yeah. buying anything. It's she like just crazy. grabs like 14 forks and just is out. She just saved $2. Save yeah, so, someone house. grabbed the Sick. whole napkin container and walked to the car. Like, what are you doing? It's crazy. I'm like, I opened the that, door, I grabbed got, their glasses. I need glasses. You, you, you grabbed my like, thing. Like, you gotta what? answer something serious. Was that premium Pete? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's always wants napkins. <laughs>